The best things in life are free. Self-work is required to give yourself to someone. That's how marriage happens. Two people bringing their best and worst qualities to the table and mixing it all up to make one big healthy unit. There will be ups and downs, teachable moments and blessings that come from it. But the most important thing to remember is you're in it for eternity and hard work is necessary for longevity. My name is Brittany. My name is Wallace. And And this this is is the the Proud Mary Podcast. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Proud Mary Podcast, episode 15. This is your boy, Tone. And this is your girl, Brittany. And I wanted to welcome y'all. Uh, this is going to be a fun, enlightening episode about, you know, our views on certain memes or certain sayings that we've seen across the internet over the past week or so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Controversy, I guess. You can you can talk about a lot of things, your opinions on a lot of the topics. So we decided to get a bunch that we liked anonymously and just go through them with you guys and tell you guys our opinions. And you guys can come up with your own opinions. It's fun. And that's just like so inspiring to people who want to go back to school and they feel like it's too late for them. So kudos to you. Good for being um, good for you for being an inspiration to a lot of other people. And yeah, that's huge. Oh, yeah, so this week coming in, I'm finally going to work in Ocean City or Delaware, Ocean City, Salisbury. Just pretty much in the eastern shore going to work away from the home for a week. I'm going to get a hotel room and all that stuff. So this will be the first time, again, that I've, for one, traveled to the eastern shore by myself. And for two, going out there to work by myself. Yeah, it's something that you really wanted. It's something that, you know, when you signed up for the position that you have, um, when they asked you if you wanted to, like, travel and stuff, you said, yeah, so they finally giving you something that you wanted. But this is going to be my first time away from him for a whole week. So that's going to be interesting, to say the least. I'm going to miss him. I'll miss you too, but I know we'll both do all right. Yeah, and, you know, it's for work. So it's like it is what it is. He's going to go do his thing, come back, and we'll have money in our bank account. So, hey. At <laughs> <laughs> the end of the day, right? That works. And before we get into the topic, I I wanted to touch on something. Yeah, a lot of you might know, but um, I don't know if you watch The Real Housewives of Atlanta or not. I do. I'm a reality TV person, um, even though some of it is fake or like overplayed. I still enjoy it because it's entertaining. But um, The Real Housewives of Atlanta, one of the... Um, people on there Portia Williams I'm sure you guys heard about it Uh, I just think it's an interesting topic to talk about because there's a lot of different opinions running around so pretty much a rundown on what is going on with that situation is she brought um one of her cast well she brought someone on the show last season and she was like a new castmate her name is Fallon and you know you show they show her at her Portia at her house you know hanging out with her I mean they show her a couple of uh, episodes so it wasn't like they were hanging out all the time Anyway, fast forward, there were rumors going around that Fallon was getting a divorce from her husband and nobody didn't, nobody knew for sure. But like recently, maybe like a month or so ago, I don't know, some time ago, they, it came out that they were actually getting a divorce. Well, mother, Mother's Day come around and she, Portia announces that she's actually engaged to the husband of Fallon's or soon to be ex-husband of Fallon's. And she's only been dating her him for a month. 
prior to it. And it's controversy because it's like some people say it's girl code, breaking girl code. It doesn't sound right in a sense because they supposedly only been dating for one month. So it's like, why would you get engaged in one month in a sense? But then it's just like, we don't really know the whole truth. Perhaps they were dating longer and, you know, she just didn't want to make it seem like she was a homeworker because maybe she isn't. She, she said that she, they didn't, they weren't really friends like that. But I don't know, you know, it it looks fishy. It looks it looks like she's she's doing some shady business to you know, to the outside world. Me personally, I can see it both ways. I can see that maybe she she is I mean what she's saying, what she's doing, it's it, we we don't know the whole truth. So it could be that they weren't that cool, but it looked like that on the show because the T V world they always like to make it some things look more than what it is. And, you know, she went for what she, she probably was dating for a long time and didn't want to talk about it. And p- perhaps her, him and Fallon weren't dating, weren't, were already in the process of getting divorced, but they didn't announce that. So it could, it could have aligned. Or, you know, she could be to some shady shit and he's worth $40 million and, you know, she could be in it for the money. She could be in it for, I mean, that's probably the only thing really. And, or she's pregnant, but I don't think she's pregnant. But anyway, I don't know. What's your, what's your thoughts on it? I just think it's... It's a very interesting topic, and a lot of people lost respect for her because of that, that whole situation. Because no matter what a situation is, if you're telling them the story and it looks fishy, the timelines, it, it's always going to look fishy. It's always going to be fishy to everybody, regardless of if it's not. Indeed. I mean, I, yeah, fishy at best. I don't know, cruddy. Be honest that you said, oh, we weren't really friends, but they all on camera playing around and having fun and stuff She was like at her that. house. At her house, too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, kill all that noise. Like, it's cruddy all around. She sound like a cruddy person. Like, I don't watch that stuff like that, but I'm familiar. But, yeah, that's 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 cruddy business right there. And that's my views on it. She mm-hmm. saw an opportunity. She took it. And, you know, who knows? Maybe she was the cause of their the end of theirs. Yeah, and that's a whole other rumor that's going around, saying that she could have been the reason why. But he's saying that's not the case. But of course he's gonna cover it. He's gonna say that if even if it's not true, you know. Exactly, cruddiness on both of their parts. Cruddy, mm-hmm. cruddy, cruddy. Hey, Fallon, run away from them. Let them have each other. The ruin will follow. Amen. Amen. Well, let's get into this episode. All right. Um, well, I'll start it out with something I've seen across the internet, or we've seen across the internet over the past week or so. Uh, a saying it says, "Don't blame a clown for acting like a clown." Ask yourself why you keep going to the circus. Mm. How about that? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's facts. Yeah, that's, that's all facts right there. Like, because I get tired personally. I get tired of uh, people coming to my ear with their stresses of dealing with another person, whether it be relationship or a friend. Why do you keep going to the circus then? Right. I mean, I understand. Once again, I generally don't cut people out like that myself but at the same token I know how to keep a fair enough distance to where when I feel like going to the circus I know that the circus is there yeah you know what you're getting from it you know this clown's gonna be there ain't gonna be nothing but the clowns so if you if you single you wanna just do have fun or whatever the case may be that's that's could be something for you but just know what you're getting yourself into but you know people continue and also people continue to get in these relationships and they'll break up with that person and you know then they'll get into another relationship with the same type of person 
and so on and so on and so on. I was there at one point. I was that type of person, but I eventually had to break that cycle because it's just like once you realize what's wrong, and sometimes you can be in at the at the circus and not even realize you're at the circus until hmm. somebody wake you up and be like, you know, you've been dating clowns, right? And and until you see it for yourself, you're like, oh wow, I have been doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, let me introduce you to the ballroom, not the circus. And then you get introduced to the ballroom, you're like, wow, I'm not going back to the circus. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes an eye opener. Sometimes you don't know. But when you do know, you need to figure out what you want to do to change that. I mean, you, know, you say it comes with maturity, but that's not always the case. Yeah. Eh, good times. <laughs> All right, uh, moving along. Marry a man who runs to God when you have problems, not to another woman okay that ain't that the truth um yeah that's dead to me you know if you have a if, one thing i can pride our relationship on is that if we have an issues we even gonna talk about it together we're gonna pray about it to god we're not going to sit here and we, we you you're not gonna go to no other woman and be like and be like yeah so me and Brittany have a hard time because da, 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 da. you barely even go to your mom about like issues that we're having you know if we're if you're gonna go to anybody about issues that we're having maybe your mom but it just depends on what it is but it's just like you know no you don't look for the healing outside of your relationship it doesn't make any sense you have to go to the source because the outside of a source would would could possibly be uh someone to try to gain something out of that situation you know what i'm saying they might want to be breaking y'all up so yeah that's a no-no and that goes both ways even with the women like i shouldn't be going to no other man about us period no definitely you know that that takes me back to something that your father told us a while ago. You know, you weren't having any kind of arguments and stuff like that. Keep it in-house. Mm-hmm. Because, and we even touched on this before, too, on the podcast. Yeah. The fact that, you know, people may not have the best intention or at least best intention for your relationship. You know, a lot of people are extremely self-absorbed and self, uh, I don't know, trying to get their own quick fix in. So... Yeah, my opinion on that, I I agree with you. Um, try to keep everything in house, because when you try to seek outside validation, that's when the credibility of your own relationship really starts to fail. Mm-hmm. How about that? Indeed, that's a good one. All right, so here is the next one. It says, please advise. I am a lady age 29 and I have been married for five years with a son. My problem is that since my husband got married to me, he has never cheated on me and I feel like he is not a real man. Am I, and I think she's saying, and am not, I am not saying that he should cheat on me, but even a rumor that he has a girlfriend somewhere would have been better. Why is he not like other men? Please advise me because I am planning to leave him. Uh, first off, let me start that with an LOL. LMAO, LMFAMO, whatever you want to call that. Exploding hate emoji. Like, sis, is you dumb? Like, Are you dumb or are you stupid? Yo, your man sounds completely slow. I ain't going to lie to you. Completely slow. She sounds like somebody that's still fixated on being in high school that just really loved drama. Um, either that or that was just like something completely fake. Because yeah, why? Who or or she was used to dealing with cheaters and liars. You know, a lot of times when you into those relationships, you keep going to the circus. 
You know what I'm saying? You continue to date these dudes that treat you like shit. So once you find somebody who know how to treat you right, you can't seem to fathom how they why they're not doing things that hurt you. I dig that, but she figured that she would have figured that out in the dating stage. She said that they're married, and I'm sorry, like if you're dating and you're going through that shit, that's that's one of those red flags. That's yeah. like, all right, I don't need to be dealing with this shit. I don't need to be doing stuff with this person. Like I need to move on in my life to something I deserve. Yeah. But to actually get to being married and saying, how come I don't hear that you have a girlfriend and like, right? That you're not cheating on me. Yo, it like doesn't make any sense. That would irritate my soul if she I was guys. Potentially have a bunch of married friends that have significant others that have cheated. Uh, maybe she feels like, you know, this isn't real. Like, you're supposed to cheat. Like, it, it, I mean, I don't. Now that I'm saying it that way, maybe she's not trying to say that she expects that from him, but she feels like that's what they do. That's the norm. That's uh, the norm, right? To me, it sounds like one of those people she that's. She sounds just, slow, though. She's, yeah, she definitely <laughs> does sound slow to somebody that's not used to. Uh, um, you know, abusive traits. Yeah. There are people out there that find themselves liking to be abused. So, like, there are people out there that'll be like, yeah, if uh, I'm not getting hit in a relationship or something, that doesn't, that means that he don't love me enough or something like that. Yeah. So, there are those cases out there. But for me, you know, she she still sounds dumb. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, she, she needs some help for real. Like, I don't even know... What the comments were, I didn't get a chance to read them, but I don't even think I want to. Because they probably going in on her, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Oh, my goodness. All right, you want to start that one? Yeah, sure. Uh, breakups aren't always meant for makeup. Sometimes relationships end in order for you to wake up. Amen to that. Amen to that. That's a good one, too, because I feel like um, whether you're married or not, you know, I feel like, at some point, if, if things aren't working out, you have to figure it out. Figure out if you're gonna, when you leave, you if you're gonna come back. Because sometimes you don't need to come back. Sometimes if you if it's really that bad, toxic, or just not healthy for your sanity, um, or either one of you sanity, then you need to move. And if you if you leave the relationship, sometimes you just don't need to come back. You know, if you care about each other enough, regardless if you're divorcing or not. I feel like you should want the best for each other, regardless. And the best sometimes is to walk away. Yeah, I mean, the, saying the best regardless. I can, as an adult looking at that, of course, I'll say, yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. great. But who likes to be broken up with anybody? Well, it also depends on the situation as the reason why, you know. But nobody likes to be broken up. But realistically, you should want the best for your spouse. If you guys are breaking up because you're not seeing eye to eye. If you're breaking up because, you know what I mean, y'all just fell out of love with each other. And y'all just don't want to fight anymore for it. Now, if you're talking about cheating and stealing and just doing stuff that you just really, you're ruining the relationship, period. Because you are doing what you're doing and you're reckless. Then I can see somebody being angry. You know what I mean? And upset. Deep down inside, they care, but they don't give a fuck at that point. They're like over it, you know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, you still should want the best for people for your your spouse, even when you guys aren't breaking up, because the main goal is to make sure you both are happy. All right, as you get one more reading in on that one. This really just made me cry. When God shows you it's time to let someone go and you refuse to, He will allow the person to hurt you to the point you have no choice but to let go, and that's facts. That's real. That, that that one hit home too, cause it's like, what at what point do you stop letting these people hurt you or your spouse hurt you? 
At what point do you just say, I can't do this no more? It, it comes to a point in time where you have, when you're forced to let go. It's like, you're pushing me out the door. I'm like really holding on, but you're pushing me away. What do you do? You got to let go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I definitely do. I mean, I personally say I haven't gone through that type of situation where I was extra hurting somebody or I was being extra hurt. But I can definitely understand and see why. You know, that's why I had to add this one to the list of, you know, memes and stuff that we've come across. All right. Let's see. This one says, how do you feel about exes keeping them around while you're in another relationship? That is dead to the world. <laughs> that's dead, dead. I do think that's dead. I think under one circumstances would that be appropriate is if you guys just got started dating and you said, these are my ideal breakers. This person's been around since we was in kindergarten. We tried it. didn't work. They're still my friend and you guys know, you know where you're saying. That gives you the opportunity to run. Yeah, yeah. And if break. you decide to stay because I told you that this is an important person in my life and it's nothing there but, but friendship... Then, then you should, then that's what it is. But I think that's the only way that I should be acceptable is, you, is if you explain that in the beginning and you give that person the opportunity to leave or stay. Well-educated response. I definitely well, agree you. with you. Well, my whole initial dead-dead comment <laughs> was uh, due to saying, like, we just chilling right now recording and say a text on come through on your phone or something talking about, hey, what's up, this is Scoop-Doo. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to come through, see what's up, hang out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's dead. Once yeah. again, dead, dead. Um, yeah, if it's already initial boundaries set and it's like a whole thing and you trust that situation, hey, go for it. Yeah. You know, not everybody has insecurities. Not everybody's insecure. Well, not everybody takes it seriously as others. I take things seriously. I feel like... But I feel like if he would have came to me and was like, hey, Brittany, this is, you know, so-and-so. We've been friends since blah, 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 blah. We did something before, but it was nothing. We tried to make it work, but we realized that it ain't going to ever work that way because we can't get past the fact that we're always going to be, like, best friends. Or something like that. I, I'm, You know, depending on the person, if I meet him a couple times, depending on how much y'all talk, I don't know. I'm lying. That would be a realistic situation. Mean, that would be that would be a situation that I would like to be to go that way. But I just know me. I would feel awkward it's not even that i don't trust you i just wouldn't feel right like it's almost like i feel like i'm competing but some relationships don't have don't have a problem with that and i don't think there's anything wrong with it if you trust if you have that level of security i guess with yourself and your relationship yeah that's it all about your own personal security and how you feel about things like that Mm -hmm. because insecurity can show its head really fast you know don't have a night turning up and stuff and the real emotions come out they're getting a little too close touchy touchy oh yeah yeah it's like all of that stuff comes into play Mm -hmm. so yikes yep yikes indeed all right uh moving on if you avoid the conflict to keep the peace you start a war inside yourself Mm. that one is real deep because I'm on like this this journey of trying to like find myself now and like that is something that applies to me a lot because I like to avoid conflict a lot to keep the peace to not start arguments to not you know hurt somebody's feelings and blah 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 blah. and one of the things that I had to do was to get over that feeling of of hurt other people's feelings because at the end of the day it's like what about me you know if 
I don't find something right, but I just let you believe that you're right because I'm just not trying to go back and forth with you because you're wrong and you know what I mean? Then I feel like I'm gonna, it's going to be on my mind for a long time. I'm going to resent you. I'm going to be around you. And it happens. If It's happened a lot. So that's it. That's really important. Sometimes you got to say how you say, say what you feel, regardless of how other people are going to react. Because at the end of the day, you're in control of just your feelings and call it a day and be proud. Because when I do, when I push myself past being um, honest about my feelings to people, I feel better. But I feel weird in the beginning, but I feel good in the end because I'm like, I did it. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't avoid conflict to keep peace because, like like the meme said, you're only hurting yourself. And the more the more you allow people to do that for you, the more people are going to continue to do that to you. And, and in a sense, it's not really their fault because you're allowing it. So the more they do it, then you come out one day and be like, tell them how you feel. And they're going to be like, whoa, I didn't know this come from me. And then you kind of like make you just kind of dimming your yourself your, your your intelligence and you're dimming your opinions and thoughts and you know it's a terrible feeling i know from experience hmm. if you avoid the conflict to keep the peace you start a war inside yourself um yeah i definitely agree with everything you said on that um only contrast i will give to that is if you don't care <laughs> So if you're avoiding the conflict to keep the peace over something that you don't care about, if it's because, you know, a lot of people are overthinkers mm-hmm. and will sit mm-hmm. back and at the end of the day be like, dang it, I should have fought for that blueberry. You know, that's understandable. That's who you are. That's your person. That's your being. For me personally, like, say I'm at work and at our jobs, what we what we all do, we're all professionals, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing worse, or for some people, they will say, there's nothing worse than somebody telling me how to do my job. I hate people telling me how to do my job. For me, I'm the exact opposite. When I go to somebody's house and they tell me how to do my job, I love it because I'll be sitting back like, all right, in my mind, okay, I need to do this, 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 and this, and this job be over with. And you go into the house and the person be like, you know, I think that that's messed up. Maybe you should try to fix that. Oh, that thing over there that works perfectly? <laughs> sure. Let me check this out for you. <laughs> now, I mean, I get paid hourly. You know, I'm going a, I'm to a make sure I get my bread. I'm going to make sure I get in on time, I get out on time, or get a little bit of OT. You know, who's really tripping off that? But, yeah, once I go through the whole rigmarole of showing you how you're wrong... You know, that's when I get to that little educational point where it's like, you know, at the end of the day, ma'am or sir, I am a professional with what I'm doing. You know, I entertained your ideas because I didn't want you to feel left out or out of place. But this is the real and this is how it's supposed to go. So, teachable moments. I really don't have any uh, inner wars because for the most part, you know, I say what's on my mind. I tell people how I'm feeling when stuff is happening. And if I don't, it's just, it doesn't weigh that heavy. And I could just keep it trucking. Yeah, I'm the opposite. Well, I'm doing better since I really got crunched down and got on this this uh, self-healing stage. But I literally overthink everything. I, I'm I'm accepting that about myself now. First, I was like, 
Well, I no, that's not a that's not possible. I'm I'm legit right. Like I get it. Like I'm I'm putting the part like put picking apart every detail because I'm like this is the this is what it is. It's not nothing else. Well, I've learned that I do overthink a lot and I take everything to heart. So one of the things I'm learning to do is to not take everything so personal. And I've been doing really good at it and speaking up where I need to. So. And some things, like you said, aren't that big of a deal. So when I, now that I'm understanding it and actually learning how to not overthink sometimes, I see where some things aren't even that big of a deal. You, I, when, you, when I overthink is like myself, everything's a big deal. And it don't even have to be that serious. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's not even, it's not even what you think, but you just overthink it. So you make it bigger than what it is. One haunted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the war inside oneself. Amen. I am so proud of my brother DeAndre Lancaster. He has started a moving company called Pound for Pound Movers. At Pound for Pound Movers, they have the best prices and are very professional providers. They are reliable and finish the job in a timely manner. They provide packaging services, assemble and disassemble furniture, load and unload the truck, travel long distance, and will do dump runs. They also provide moving equipment such as pads, shrink wrap, and dollies. You name it, they got it. With 10 plus years of experience, DeAndre and his team completes every move with satisfaction and enjoys providing services for his moving customers. So if anyone is looking for a good quality moving company who is very professional, reasonably priced, and follows COVID guidelines, email him at poundforpoundmovers at gmail.com. P-O-U-N-D for pound movers at gmail.com. Or call him at 202-258-5340. You can also find him on Instagram and Facebook at Pound for Pound Movers. If you pro if you propose and she said no, is the relationship over? Oh, oh. You give all your right. opinion first. Oh yeah, that's why I wanted you to read that one. Okay. okay. So personally Maybe not over at that exact moment, but I do feel like it is a decline towards the end. Now, my feelings on that is because, you know, a lot of women say, you know, maybe I'm just not ready yet. I don't know. And still got a lot of growing to do. And in the guy's mind, you know, what, you got a lot of to suck? (laughs) I had to do my own little blurb out on that. But, yeah, like. God's mind is just going to go everywhere else. At least I know mine's would. I'm not perfect. And it's like, you're not ready. You got growing to do. You got things. Look, you, you got James over there. Paul. Kevin. Like, That's where mine's man go. a man's mind goes. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why? You know, I felt like this vibe was good, was strong. And I mean, we've been living together, you know, for the most part when... I do propose that they are are already living together, et cetera. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, mental abuse is a thing. Maybe the guy's just not been a good guy. But, yeah, I feel like it's a strong decline towards the end. I really don't see a lot of guys really taking that 
you see it in the movies and stuff. But guys sitting back like, dang, she said, no, it's all right. I'm going to hold on to this ring. A month from now, two months from now, said even a year from now, you never know. It's mainly in the movies. I don't know. I don't understand why women stay with, and this could just be me being ignorant. Let me just specify that. I don't understand why women stay with a man that long to only say no when they propose to them. Hmm. Yeah. So I, if a man proposes and they're saying no, it's like, well, why are you together? You know, because you, are you, what's your, why you're staying? Why are you staying with this person? What do you think he's going to change? Then he won't, then you think he's going to be ready my whole thing, my whole philosophy on that is if you've been with this person for a while and you love this person, then saying yes to somebody proposing to you doesn't mean you get married tomorrow. That does not. So you have time to really figure it out and see if this is something that you want. Exactly. If you love that person. Yeah, exactly. And I, I definitely agree with you. The way, you know, no, we're not cars, you're not a car or anything like that. But I always looked at the uh, engagement process as the leasing process, you know. You got your ring, at least your engagement ring, so you can sit back and be like, all right, I got the ring on, so I'm happy now. And I could sit back and be like, all right, let's be engaged for a little while. Let's see how this whole thing works out, how we work out. You know, we were already working out before, but, you know, yeah. with every it's step, I level. feel like yeah. responsibility levels change, feelings change, etc. But, yeah, the leasing process. And then once, you know, wedding day comes, that's when you're at the altar and you can finally say, eh, no. Or even before that point, save a couple months, save a little bit of money. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. And well, to answer the question, I think that, uh, I think a relationship will be over. It's over after you propose because, like, everything I just explained as far as, like, he said, the leasing process and stuff like that. I feel like if you're, if you're willing to say no when he proposed to you, then... That's like a, will you date me? No, type thing. You know what I'm saying? That's big. You know, some men are douchebags, but it takes a lot for a man to prepare and to get on one knee and to find a ring and to tell the family and to surprise the woman. It takes a lot. And that's humiliating to get to to somebody to say no. Now, if you feel like you don't want to be with that person, you say no, do it because both of you are better off not being together. But at least cut the band aid and keep moving. Don't just. You know what I mean? Say no, but we can still be together. Like no, what was your reason for saying no? Now, if you're the type of person that think that don't think good on on the fly, like, well, not with the proposing thing because I knew I wanted to be with you, but sometimes I don't think think um I can't think off the top of my head. So I might I, I've done it before. I might have said yes or no to something. I'm not talking about the proposal, but anything, and then thought about it later and be like, dang, I shouldn't have said that. Now, the, some people do that, and I understand that. So if you said no because you were nervous, but you didn't mean it because you had to think about it for a second, like what was the process was going on, okay, I can see that. But that needs to be worked out right away. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So both of us agree on that. Yeah. The answer is yes, the relationship would be over. Yeah. Um, even though I said slow decline, the slow decline still means inevitably yes. Eventually, yeah. Indeed. Alright, well, this is a, a long-winded one. That's more so, um, like, um, you can, we can give our advice on it, but it's more so inspirational than anything, so. Okay, well, here we go. You ever been in a relationship with a person that you really thought you were supposed to be with? You gave them the best of you, but it just didn't work. 
You tried and tried to make it right and fix it, but no matter what, something always went wrong. You just couldn't figure out why can't we be on the same page. Well, even though that didn't work out for you, know this, you are exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Previous failures are just setups for success. It's just a matter of time and consistency. Stay consistently true to yourself and the rest will fall in place out of nowhere. I guarantee it. Yeah, that was a lot. Where were you going with this one, though? It's an inspirational quote. If you feel like you're in a bad situation, if you feel like you don't have any hope, if you feel like you're not going to find somebody, if you feel like you keep dating douchebags, understand that you are where you are for a reason. If you just be who you are, if you just understand, keep faith, and keep going and doing what you have to do for yourself, everything's going to be all right, and you're going to be in the position and situation that you were supposed to be in. That's what respect. The inspiration. <laughs> respect. If we talk about relationships, one. if we talk about bad stuff, like, you know, not even bad, just all types of stuff. And I just felt like that touched on a lot of things. Because a lot of women sometimes feel like they're in a bad situation. Damn, my relationship is almost about to be over. Damn, this ain't going to last. Damn, every time I date somebody, they ain't shit. Or damn, I'm never going to find somebody. Like, we, we feel that sometimes. So it's nice to get that encouragement like dang it's gonna be all right you're you were with that douchebag for a reason he taught you this this and that or she taught you this this and that seasons and reasons no yeah. i definitely agree yeah. now the only reason i said i couldn't understand where it was going because i was like looking for more of a a question at the end of it but oh no that's what it's like it's inspirational yeah. yeah no no that's cool though now i definitely understand that you know you can walk away from all situations with dignity yeah. learning lessons and being stronger at the end of it all uh, you know, nobody wants to go through it once again, but, you know, eventually you do come out the other side stronger. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Walk through the fire, not around it. Okay. Uh, i read this. A man loses interest in a woman the minute she tells him what? <laughs> All right. For this, I'm going to go back to a story. This is before we were even together. Okay. Uh, I was at a bar one night and one of my friends was there female friends and she was like yeah you should talk to this chick or whatever yada yada i'm like all right cool so i'm talking to this lady you know we're hitting it off having a good time and i'm like all right excuse me real quick i need to go to the bathroom go use the restroom when i come back i see another friend of mine just walked in and she'd been out of country for a while and it was like oh man how you been good to see you yada 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 you know hugs took a quick shot or whatever and then went back outside. When I went outside, the person that I just met that night was like, oh, nah, ain't nobody going to do this to me. Ain't nobody going to treat me like that. Oh, nah. Oh, nah. And just like, Psycho. it's like going on this whole little rant, this little rave. And I'm sitting back like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, hey, yo, I feel you. <laughs> That's the last thing I said to her. Went right back inside. So to me, uh, the thing that a woman can say to make me lose interest or break is start speaking a certain level of crazy mm-hmm. that I'm not willing to deal with. Now, I mean, that 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 amount of crazy, that's something that you wouldn't... Well, no, let me not tell you to be fake. <laughs> but if that's something that appears like six months later to a year, maybe I can try to deal with it. But night one, oh, that's, that's red flag, blue flag, green flag. That's every flag color that you could think of yeah when somebody show you who they are i believe them indeed period i think for me um well i'm a woman but i'm gonna speak as if i was a man maybe like uh me saying i want to take you to meet my mom on the first day 
I mean, that could scare you off like, whoa, maybe I didn't want that. Maybe I wanted just casual. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's 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 cool. I definitely understand it because, you know, that that right there shows a certain level of I want this to happen. I want this to be right now. I want everything to fall in line right now. And it's like, what do we get to know each other at first? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, who knows? What if I don't like your personality enough to meet your folks? And what about meeting the kids? Yeah, see, I don't think anybody should be super fast on meeting their dating person, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, And if somebody is just that willing to make you, or not even make you, but have the incline of meeting their kids in, like, very early, yeesh, it's tough. That's very tough. Yeah, I think that, you know, you should want to introduce your kids to any man. I mean, right away, especially the first day. You know, it messes with the kid's mind and thought process. You don't want them to be confused. You want them to have a stable household. And you want to set good examples for them because, you know, we see what our parents do and we follow a lot of times what our parents do. No matter what they tell us, actions speak louder than words, so... I think that would be should be a turn off for a man. Definitely. What can men offer a woman in a relationship besides sex and money? What kind of yikes? <laughs> yikes! Like she's protection. Rather... I don't know protection. <laughs> I'm saying that person I wrote there must have had like a real detrimental life relationship. <laughs> Just life in general when it comes to dudes. Yikes! <laughs> sex and money. I guess really? some, but some men see that's the thing let's get into that you call it a relationship but what is it is it a relationship if they just want sex and money exactly both on both parts because she sounds a little she know. sounds like a thought yeah <laughs> yeah besides sex be and money yeah uh, or maybe she's just asking to get to get a conversation started I don't know, but... I'm just saying, though, you got, like, spiritual connections. You got emotional connections. Yikes. You you got educational connections, teaching and learning from one another. Like, mm-hmm. dog, sex and money. Yeesh. Yeah, I agree. It should be way more than that. I think sex and money are important parts of a relationship, but that shouldn't be the first things. It shouldn't be first. It should be up there, but it shouldn't be first. You should make a connection off of other things before you get to that you know it should be like you said what you have in common uh you know things you like to do maybe a background as far as like growing up and parents um you know and everything you said like i think it should be more of a deeper thing than that i think that would make for better sex and and then for one you shouldn't even want to be in somebody's life for money you should have your own money people having the, the your significant other having money is a great thing don't get me wrong but that shouldn't be like oh he got money so um i'm gonna hop on that you know what i'm saying like it should be that way uh, like you said i wouldn't consider that a relationship which she was talking about in that post because it's just blank sex and money yeah that's that's not a relationship that's a hookup you hook know? up and he's using you honey it's a prostitute situation you know whatever you want to call it I don't know. I, I like to find, well, back when I was still in the dating world, uh, a mental attraction first. I mean, of course, it had to be physical attraction on first sight. But, but after that, it would have to be a mental attraction because 
you know, you can see somebody and they can be attractive and then you could talk to them and they could just sound like a straight dummy. And there's nothing worse than that to me. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, I was just over there with Skylar and they about to turn. Mm -hmm. Oh, all right. (laughs) I mean, no disrespect to y'all out there that sound like dummies. Do your thing. Live your life. Mm -hmm. Love yourself. Not for me. Amen. All right. Here's one. It says, fellas, we should just be honest and either stay single or leave the relationship. Depending if you if you're already in one. If we're not getting what we need because cheating is stressful, too damn expensive, and the karma is real. Hey, preach, man. Preach. Thank you, sir, for speaking for um, healthy relationships and, you know, doing the right thing for men because he said it really well. Most men don't hear that. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Definitely. Like, that's why I said preach. Yep. I mean, we touched on that earlier, too. You know, you're at that point in a relationship, you, you got to... You gotta let that thing go. Yeah, don't be trying to sneak around, try to get get what you want, but still stay with the person that you with. Like, it, what's the point? It's just a lot of energy. I don't know how people you. Just too much energy for me. I I like to think I'm still young, and I don't have the energy for that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know how people are just got energy for that and keeping keeping lies up and all that stuff just so you can have your cake and eat it too. Like, no nigga, it don't work that way. I mean, yeah, I definitely understand. It's very tough to even fathom, you know, divorce or breaking up if it's just a relationship. But, yeah, the putting all the energy into it is just, ah, as far as the cheating part. Yeah, oh, it's I mean, just ah all around. It's jeez. Energy into it is disrespectful. You're disrespecting your spouse and yourself. You don't have enough dignity and pride to, to do the right thing regardless. Yeah, it's... It's just tough, but yeah. definitely understand it. I mean, maybe there are a lot of these millionaires and stuff that are getting high-profile divorces. Maybe they could have saved themselves a little bit of change if they would have just... just kept it moving. Yep. And moving forward. we got two more left. So let's see. Which one? You read one and I read one. All right. I'll read this one to you. What do you do when your partner withholds sex and intimacy and says they don't see a problem? It's just not their love language. This person says, no sex since Thanksgiving, no intimacy at all. By the way, I'm the woman. I know men struggle with this a lot of times. Yikes. Well, my whole thing about that is, when you first started dating that person, were they not sex people? (laughs) Were they not people who like to have sex? A lot of sex or... You know, were they intimate type of people? Were they people that didn't like to be touched? These things you should know before you start to date them, or at least in the beginning of your relationship. Now, if you've gotten to a point in a relationship where things changed, then I would start looking at other things like, all right, well, are they getting it outside of their marriage or relationship? What's going on? Why is they all of a sudden making an excuse? Because it could be an excuse. I do believe that people are not touched. People that like to be touched, and they're not. They're pe- there's people out here that don't care for sex like that, and they don't care for intim- intimacy like that. I do believe that. But if if you came into the, the relationship wanting to have sex all the time and wanting to touch me all the time and stuff like that, then you switch it up, and we then you ain't have sex with me for like six months to a year. But then you using it as an excuse that you just don't want to. You that, that's the type of person you are because you don't like it. That's bullshit, in my opinion. You're cheating. You're doing something. You're getting something somewhere, somewhere that it ain't here. 
But if you came in a relationship and you've always been that type of person, y'all only have sex like once a month, and now you're making a big deal out of it, whose problem is that? Hmm. It's your problem at this point because you knew this person was like that. Mm. Hey, preach. <laughs> it sounds like somebody is being selfish. Can't really tell which side it is because we can't. We don't get to post to the other side what the other person is saying. Right. So, but everything that you touched on about that statement, yeah, I agree with you on. Um, I guess I'll go full protagonist or full protection with this of hers and be like, hey, yeah, that's messed up. Uh, what she'd want to hear, that's messed up. What's wrong with him? Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you hit everything on the nose with that. Cheating, if that's all, the way he's always been, yeah, check yourself flat yeah. out. Yeah, because he could have just changed over time, and you just haven't had it in a long time, so long that you just forgot about the good, the times when he used to hump your ass all the time. And now you're like, huh, so why don't you think about that? You know what I'm saying? Think about yourself first. Can you think about yourself and you think about others? Then others can, everything will fit, fall in line when you think about you. All right, so last but not least, it says, please explain. Our living circumstances are better than generation than generations before us why haven't relationships improved all right well this is a multifaceted answer because i mean it it's deep though our living situations have gotten better yeah um and relationships haven't improved it's because the man the world in which we live everything is different everything has changed now you know we want to talk generational you go back to the 50s and 60s and stuff like that. You know, as far as being black people, we, a lot of us had to be huddled up together and stayed together and had to have strong bonds, you know, just to survive, just to stay alive. Yeah. And so a lot more relationships, the man and the woman did stay together. You know, a lot of historical facts that other people don't know is that a lot more cheating actually did go on back then. I was going to get to that. <laughs> But yeah, they don't really talk about that part. I'm not even going to put no historical figure names out there and stuff. But just know they did their thing back in them days. Throw that out there. Um, Moving forward, that's when people started getting... um, They started cutting all the whites-only places and stuff like that. So everything started to get really integrated. And then that's when drugs really kicked in. And that's when, you know, CIA started putting drugs in black communities and things like that. You know, moving forward, that's when prisons started to get money off of having a quota of inmates. That's when, you know, you see rap really take a change from what it started a hip, a hop, a hibbit, to the police, fuck the police. That's, you can see this change, everything gradually changing as time went on so yeah once again living situations did get better buildings got torn down made new buildings nicer buildings and buildings that have air conditioners and not just the wall fans so living conditions did get better the uh the space and opportunity that everybody got to do them the drugs everything really hit the community so you had a lot of women that were forced forced to be stronger forced to raise their families on their own because the dudes were not around. They were locked up. They were strung out. So you have these women raising these boys to men, these men growing up, being reckless, being tough, fighting, doing what they wanted to do because 
who was going to stop them? Who was going to tell them no? And so, once again, multifaceted. Brings me to my point, to the main question. Our living circumstances are better, but the generations have changed. Why haven't relationships improved? It's because this is the society, how it's been, how it's moving towards. And, you know, the standardized, quote-unquote, family is not really a thing like that these days. I could go on and on about this, but I'll give Brittany a chance to talk. Well, firstly, I would like to say, good job. That sounded good. That kind of turned me on a little bit. Hey. I was like, my man is educated or whatever. <laughs> he made a lot of sense. That was some great points. I like how you compare like how the crack industry well the time period really affected a lot of families and kind of like split everything and everything so that was that was good thank you for that Thanks. um we talked about this before because we having deep conversations but like it was good to hear it again like you're right but for me i think it, I'm, I'm touching on like how it used to be back in the day too in a sense i know back in the day used to be no cell phones no social media none of that you know you had a two-parent household the mom the mom usually stayed home with the kids all the time the husband used to be, go to work husband used to always probably was cheating and so was the wife because she knew his schedule but there wasn't a lot of phone you couldn't call and check on somebody you couldn't go on social media or or find my iphone these motherfuckers because <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that's real though that's yeah they, real. they cheated all the time it just never got caught and then when they did get caught, it was like, well, I got to stay with him for the kids. You know, this, this, and that. Hmm. Over time, I feel like, and, and, and the, they weren't great, but they look, they appeared great. Households appeared a lot better than they were, they are now. I feel like it's the same way now. The men are still doing their thing. Women are still doing their thing. The, uh, I think the difference is um, it's technology. There's technology. a lot more that you can get into, a lot more temptations. There's a lot more, you know, you can pull up a freaking dating site and look and, and find some people be on dating sites and they in a whole relationship and shit. Yep. Um, I've actually, I can't remember what this, what situation was, but I don't know if it was me. It was so long ago and it was like a fling. It was either me or a friend. I was one of my friends and we found somebody that we were talking to on, so somebody found somebody, somebody that somebody was talking to boyfriend you know on online pretty much so i don't know i forgot if they called me that's how you know it wasn't a serious thing i forgot if they called me it was like britty such and such as um got a date insight look at this shit like whole time playing me or if it was me i didn't tell nobody but somebody told somebody it was like three girls but anyways this nigga was still out there trying to have his cake eat it too when he was dating one of us like I don't remember the details, but you you get my point. You know what I mean? Like, you can find out if somebody was out there doing something nowadays, you know? So, I think that that's why it hasn't, um, I feel like it hasn't gotten, I feel like it's been the same. That's my point. It's been the same in a sense. It's just different circumstances, and people are getting caught more. And I think that people aren't tolerating shit anymore, and they're not staying for kids anymore. They're not staying you got a lot of relationships that stay in it and stay in abusive relationships and stuff like that and for the kids but a lot more women specifically are standing up for themselves than they did back in the day so the household definitely looks broken and it looks like oh my god what happened but on the real people in the back in the day all they did was stay for it for the way they look you know what i mean you see celebrities do that shit all the time now mm-hmm. so it looks like it's not changed but i feel like it I mean, it looks like it's getting worse, but I feel like it's the same. It could have, it could, it could have been, it could be a little worse just because of technology. But it's all, it's been the same shit over time. It's just people are standing up for it more than they did back in the day. Respect. <laughs> so we both indeed. had great points on that. Indeed, I give you that because you. yeah, you hit on, you hit points that I didn't even bring up in my whole situation. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. 
Alright, y'all. Well, this has been episode 15. You know, we really do appreciate y'all. Definitely. You know, thank y'all for listening. I hope y'all had as much fun with these topics. Um, You know, feel free to leave comments and things on how you feel about certain topics or certain uh, memes that we put up there. And, yeah. Yes, thank you so much. Like he said, thank you so much for listening. Um, and it was a great episode, you know. We ain't gonna lie, today has been like one of them days, you know. We went grocery shopping and came home and just kind of got lazy for a second. And we didn't think we were gonna be able to get our energy back up. But, you know, once you start doing stuff that you like, it's like going to the gym. You know you want to go to the gym. You know you want to get your workout on because you want to look good for the summer. But you, but you don't feel like going to, to actually get up to get ready for it. But once you get in that bitch, you like, that's what's up. I'm about to kill it because you're excited now. You're here now. Might as well. Today was one of those days for us. And I know everybody, who even people who who've ha- done, who's doing things that they're, like their, their dream jobs or whatever, they have days like that. So I'm just thankful that we were able to push through. The, the energy non having energy st- stuff and we are here with you guys so thank you so much thank you for pushing us to and motivating us thank you for listening we look forward to more episodes we'll see you next weekend and wish and pray for my husband's safe uh travel and his fun safe week and just pray for me being here and figuring out what to do and not eating myself out of a home <laughs> <laughs> out of worry and stress All right, guys, we love you, and we will see you next time. Love you. Thank you for listening. You can find us at anchor.fm, breaker.audio, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, RadioPublic.com, and Spotify. Also, check us out on our Facebook group page, the Proud Mary Podcast.